Well, shalom and God bless you. Welcome to Fruit of the Vine Ministries. My name is John Davison. I'm a believer in Jesus Christ. I believe that in his death, burial, and resurrection. I believe that God is my Father. I believe that I've been grafted in to the saints. I believe that I used to be a sinner, and now I'm a saint in Christ Jesus. And I hope that you believe and you understand the same thing. But I want to take it even further. I want to ask the question, what really is faith? What is faith? In other words, is it faith or is it belief? What's the difference between the two? We covered some of this in our Understanding the Holy Spirit series when we talked about faithfulness, when we discussed the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5, 22 and 23. But specifically, the last few weeks, Father has been talking to me about faith. And, and it just keeps reoccurring. In fact, I actually had somebody watch one of these teachings on YouTube and you know, they're having problems in their faith. Within the last month, the Lord actually introduced me to a pastor um, on a playground in, in a local town here. Didn't know he was a pastor. And uh, he was struggling in his faith. So, you know, it seems to be a really big topic in the church right now about faith and what faith truly is. Some of us think we actually have faith. When we don't have faith, what we actually have is we have a belief system. We don't have a faith. We have a belief. In other words, we believe something, but we don't do anything based off of what we say we believe. That's much different than what faith is. So let me, let me give you a, a scripture, and then I want to explain just a little bit more about faith and what faith actually is. So I'm in Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1. It says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of the things that are not seen. So it's the substance of what is hoped for. It is the evidence of things that are not seen. And so as I've been going through this study and really just meditating, it really hasn't even been a study, as I've actually just been sitting before the Lord in prayer time, um, and I asked the Lord, how do, how do I answer some of these questions that these people have that are, that are having a problem in their faith? And the Lord continually kept, he said, John, he goes, listen, it's faith. It's faith. I know scripture tells us that, that we should have an answer for the hope that we have. I understand that that scripture is, is in existence and that we should, we should have reverence for the entire complete package of the word of God. However, there is faith. And it says that faith, it says again, it is the substance of things hoped for and it is the evidence of things not seen. How is faith evidence? That's the difference between faith and belief. Belief doesn't always bring forth evidence. Okay, so you can believe something, but that's not evident to somebody else. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't produce any type of an evidence in the world around you to others that what you believe is actually true. In other words, belief doesn't always produce uh, some type of an evidence, or it's not even really a substance. It's just a, a, a mental agreement with something. You just, you just agree, and you kind of move along in your lifestyle. There's, there's no fruit of what you actually believe. And so many Christians are walking in the fruit of belief, and that fruit is actually no fruit whatsoever. They're, they're, they have a, they have an understanding of Jesus as, yeah, Jesus died for me. Yeah, Jesus rose from the grave. Yeah, Jesus cast out demons. Yeah, there is truly a demonic realm. But in their daily life, there's no fruit of them actually believing that. In other words, if somebody really next to them at work is really going to end up 
uh, going to a place of eternal separation from God, and these people live their entire life going to church every single Sunday and never share that belief with somebody else, then what they have is a belief. That's not faith in what Jesus did. That's not faith in what the Word of God says. That's just a belief for personal application. And, and nowhere in Scripture does the Gospel say that it's something that we are supposed to keep to us that are that's personal. In fact, it says the absolute opposite. It says that we're supposed to die to self. And Jesus said that if you, if you try to save your life, that you'll lose it. But if you lose your life for His sake, you'll actually find it. And so that's belief. Belief actually doesn't stir us on to action. Belief is just a uh, an agreement with something in our minds that doesn't move us into doing anything about it. But faith, let me let me get this clear to you. But faith, faith is the substance of things hoped for and is evidence of things not seen. Evidence to who? See, if you have faith, let me let me just share with you. I asked the Holy Spirit because I was meditating on this, and I said, "Holy Spirit, I said, would you just would you just make a little bit more clarity on what you were trying to say here when you when you wrote this down? I it was it was it was a, a very uh, a different time, and people thought differently. And I just would you just bring it to, to to revelation? Would you, Father, just thank you that you you want me to have faith, Father? Thank you that I stand in faith, but Father, help me to understand what faith is so that I can grow in faith and that I I can go from glory to glory to glory. And as Galatians Galatians 5.22.23 says, I want to have faithfulness. In other words, I want to live in the fruit of the Holy Spirit, which is full of faith. And so I asked him and he said this, faith is a position of not allowing that which is temporal to determine your mindset of what is true concerning the eternal. Step one, faith is a position of not allowing that which is temporal, to determine your mindset of what is true concerning the eternal. So in other words, that's the substance of it. The substance is the position. In other words, uh, a substance can, 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 can manifest and can fill. So somebody will say, you know, where's the, you remember the old advertisement, where's the cream filling, you know, for the hostess cupcakes? Where's the substance? Where's the cream filling? What, what is, what is inside of you? Is faith literally filling you? Is it a position that's already manifested inside of you that as you walk through this world, the things that come to you do not change your mind or do not make you question or move away from what you claim is faith? Now, belief, on the other hand, belief can be challenged. Belief can be moved. Belief can be changed. Faith is something that you believe is an absolute and it spurs you on to action and that action is the evidence. So we have the substance which should be in you, which is immovable, which is what you, which is what you, 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 you move from. You move from faith. But the, the, the evidence of that faith, in fact, the, the book of James, Jacob in the Greek, the book of James actually said faith without deeds is dead faith. In other words, your faith is not really faith at all if it doesn't spur you on to doing something. So again, let's go back to what I initially said. If you believe that Jesus truly rose from the dead, if you believe that Jesus truly sent the Holy Spirit so that we can have power, if you believe that God wishes that none should perish, and if you believe that you are the body of Christ, if you believe that you are 
a, an extension of Jesus on earth and that you believe he truly is in you and the Holy Spirit is truly in you. Now, these are things, again, that scripture says we take these things. It's called the faith as we step out in the faith. He says, stand fast in the faith. Don't let anybody steal your crown. Take you away from the things, the race that you begin. If we really believe these things, then if we truly have a faith in God and a faith in what Jesus and the Holy Spirit and the Word of God actually says, it's going to spur us on to share our faith with people. It's going to assure us, it's going to put us in a position. We should, we should be working from an internal position where it spurs us on to share with people what we believe is the reality. And see, that's the evidence. The evidence that we show to others is, is that there's something that happened to us as individuals and we so strongly agree and so strongly know and stand our ground that this is the word of God and what God says is true about me, about you, and about your eternal destiny and your relationship with God, whether you're separated from him right now or not. If we truly believe that, then we're going to, to have evidence of, of what we truly stand firm in, and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, just out of us is gonna flow rivers of living water. That's what Jesus said. And what is rivers of living water? In other words, check this out. So in John chapter 4, Jesus goes to the woman of the well, he asks her for something to drink, and she says, I'm a Samaritan, you are a Jew. He says, yeah, but if you would have known who you were talking to, you would have asked for living water. And she says, Sir, give me this living water that I may drink of it and never have to drink of anything else ever again. And then he asks her the question about her husband and so on and so forth. In other words, what, he, what Jesus was saying here, he says, listen, if you knew what I knew, you would ask me about it and I would tell you and you would have it. And then she goes, what's the question? She goes, she goes, our ancestors, our ancestors, we worship on this mountain, but you Jews say that we should worship in the temple in Jerusalem. And Yeshua, Jesus, says to her, he says, listen, woman, the time is coming and is now that the true worshipers will neither worship on this mountain nor in Jerusalem, but they will worship the Father in spirit and in truth, which is the true desire, which is his true heart's desire of the worshipers. In other words, you're going to worship God because you have truth and you, your faith is agreeing that what God says is true. That's how you come before the Father. And it's going to be by the Holy Spirit is going to reveal these things to you. And then you step in those things. And then you're going to move forward and advance the kingdom of God. Not just the kingdom of God within you, but the kingdom of God that expands on the outside. And so we need to be careful. We need to make sure that we're not sharing a belief. In other words, I believe in God the Father. I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the Holy Spirit. And they've given us new life. But that's, that's a song that we sing. But it's not just that I believe. In other words, I live from a position of the reality of God. I live from a position and everything that comes out of my mouth speaks from that position. So let me give you an example, just one more little example here about the difference between faith and belief. And let me share with you something that happened to me. Now, before I say this, I want to just give you an exclaimer. That listen, not everybody's experience of what God calls them to do is going to be exactly the same. However, we can take principles of an individual's testimony or experience and we can apply that framework or those principles. And so I'm going to tell you just a little bit that happened to me actually today at work. And, and from there, I just want you to see a principle here, okay? 
So some of the leaders at my job asked me to come and do a, a what's called a, a lunch and learn. In other words, we sit down, we eat our lunches together, and we'll watch an edifying video or something that helps us teach into in leadership or helps us to do better um, uh, in our position at our job. And, and each week somebody else gets an opportunity or somebody gets a chance to actually speak and or show a video that's impacted their life in some way or another. I've only been doing this for a short time. So yesterday I was asked if I would actually uh, teach or if I would actually bring something. They said, John, you know, would you, you know, you're a pretty strong kind of leadership type guy. You know, would you bring something to the table so that we can, you know, see kind of the things that are behind you? And see, at this point, brothers and sisters, I had an option. You see, I could turn that down and say, whoa, I don't want to do that. Wow, no way. Or, or I could stand in faith that God is going to place me in a position that the Holy Spirit was positioning me to actually share what I believe and my faith, share my faith with these men and help them to understand where these leadership abilities come from and that they all point to Yeshua, that they all come from Jesus. And what I ended up doing was, I mean, I, I had a hard time with this, I have to tell you. And, and I said, Lord, I know that you want me to tell these men about Jesus. I know you want me, Father, to talk about Yeshua and, and explain that you guys are keep trying to find some leader, some great Fortune 500 person or somebody like that to follow and learn from because they've been successful. But what the father actually ended up, he said, I said, listen, guys, I said, look, you guys are following, you know, these Fortune 500 people, all these people that have been successful. I said, but listen, let me tell you about who I follow. And, and God actually gave me all of the words. The Holy Spirit gave me all the words. And I said, I said this, I said, most successful. I said, listen who I follow. I said, it's been 2,000 years since his death, burial, and resurrection. I said, 2,000 years. I said, and he's still one of, he still is the most talked about person in world history. I said, let me tell you about Jesus and let me tell you about leadership from a biblical perspective. I don't know how to talk to you guys from any other way because this is all I know. This is who I am. In other words, I'm not trying to preach to these people. I'm not trying to get them to, to agree to a belief. I'm trying to get them to understand that, that as I'm born again, as I'm in, in Christ, that this is who I've become. And because it's who I've become, it's the evidence of my faith. And so my faith is an extension. Excuse me. My lifestyle, who I am, what I do, what I say is an extension of my faith. It is who I am, and I'm founded, rooted, and grounded in love, and founded in the Word of God. Now, if I had a belief, what I would have done is I would have said, man, I really believe this, but it's going to cause confrontation, and I better keep it to myself. Sort of like, well, I believe if I turn on the TV, I'm going to watch this program. Or I believe if I, if I come up to that stop sign that, that it wants me to stop. I, I can just agree to these things. I can just agree to these things, but I can ignore them. I can ignore the stop sign. I can ignore turning on the TV, but I cannot ignore Jesus Christ. I cannot ignore the impact that God has had on my life, and I cannot ignore the fact of the man that I am now compared to the man that I used to be and the evidence of the reality of God. That is pure faith before the Father. Do you have faith? Do you truly have faith, or do you just have a theology, or do you have just a, a belief system that you keep to yourself? Faith spurs us on to evidence of our faith, which spurs on good works. It says that men will see our deeds. It says, Scripture says, men will see our good deeds and glorify our Father in heaven. And Jesus was a, 
the best example of faith. Jesus lived with the reality of the Father. He said, I am in the Father. In the Fa-. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. He said, have faith. Believe in God. Do you, do you believe these things? Yes. Then by your faith, in other words, you have an agreement, you have a belief. He said, increase my faith. Jesus didn't say that, but the man that wanted to be healed, increase my faith. He said, he didn't say increase my belief. He said, increase my faith. And scripture tells us in Hebrews that Jesus is the author and perfecter of our faith. Some of us have enough faith to get saved, but we don't have enough faith to actually walk out and stand out and actually be a follower of Jesus Christ. So I just want to encourage your faith today. And I want to hopefully encourage you to go from belief, just a, a, an agreement in your mind to, to, to faith that it would be in your spirit that it, like Ephesians says, that you'd be strengthened in your inner man, that you would know all the wisdom and the knowledge and the fullness of the love of the Father, and you would go and share that in Jesus' mighty name. So God bless you. Thank you for watching. Hopefully this has increased your faith. And may God richly bless you. Father, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Father, that it is your will and your desire by the power of the Holy Spirit to increase our faith. Lord, I thank you that you're so awesome and you're so good. And I just bless you watching this and listening to this. In Jesus' mighty name, shalom.